might have to do this over and over again. Okay. What is up, guys? Welcome back to The Messy Podcast. What is up, Jesse? How you doing? I'm doing great. You're doing great? Yeah. How are you? I'm all right. It's been a hot minute since we have been on this show. Yeah. But as you can tell, we sound a little different. So this whole time, I've just been doing a little upgrading. And now mm-hmm. we are upgraded fully. And we'll see how this goes. Yeah. We must sound a little better. We yeah. have headphones now. We can hear each other talk. I know. It's very strange. Yeah. You're like in my brain, you know? Sounds good. Yeah. Um, we're. I'm happy to be back, honestly. This has been a long time coming, and I really wanted to start this up again, and I wanted to do it right. That's what I told Jesse. I said I, when we first started this podcast, we literally had Sound Like It's Up, and we were in a corner of a room with really bad, shitty equipment and on my little laptop, and I'm like, let's do this, but... This is also a test run, you know? So that whole thing was basically us, like, trying to figure out what the Messy Podcast was actually about. And we're still doing that. I'm not saying we're, like, in our stride. Yeah. But there you go. It's a little update. So no more to talk about that. We don't need to talk about that. Let's talk about what the title of this video is. And I just last night, I'm a little late to everything, but I recently watched uh, Suicide Squad. It's the... Suicide Squad. Uh, Suicide Squad, whatever. Same thing. Suicide Squad 2, Suicide Squad soft reboot, whatever. Um, everyone watched it, but I didn't. My friends were talking about it. They said they loved it. Yeah. And they're very hard to please people. Those are the kind of people they are. They don't get pleased easily, and they really liked it. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, it's a, it's a great movie. I watched it. Um, I didn't get to watch it Friday night, but I watched it Saturday, and uh, I had a blast. That was a very fun movie. Um, It had a lot of... Uh, Stuff that I like in, in those kind of movies. It had gore. It had, it was funny. It was, it just kept me entertained the entire time. And if a movie's good, in my opinion, it keeps you entertained the entire time. So, yeah, I was honestly, I seriously was going to this movie with almost, I mean, a lot of people say they were, they, you know, people were liking it. So I was going in with this expectation of, okay, it's going to be funny. Okay, cool. I might laugh, this and that. So I did this thing where, you know how I'm like, all right, I'm just not going to laugh. I'm going to try not to laugh. You know yeah, what I'm saying? you do that a lot. Yeah, so I just go in. I'm trying not to laugh. I'm keep a straight face and see if the movie actually genuinely makes me laugh. And it did within the first, like, five minutes. I oh, yeah, <laughs> like immediately. Like, immediately it was pretty funny. I mean, not all of the things were, like, no, drop-dead hilarious, yeah. but it was yeah. a funny movie. And a lot of the, it, it, I wouldn't say a lot, but a, a, a good amount of jokes don't land. But it's also preferential. Like, if that's your humor, sure. But a lot of the jokes land. I mean, it's very funny. It is a very funny movie. It is very funny. I mean, the, a lot of the stuff landed because, and this is my next point, it's like the movie was so, and I said this earlier, well-rounded in like every category. Like I, I was like, while I was watching that movie, I, I like, you know, when you're watching a good movie, you get that feeling. You're just like sucked in. And you're like, okay, this is a good movie. And you just feel it. You know, you're not saying it to yourself, but subconsciously you're like, okay, I'm like enjoying this. And then you start to feel that. Well, I was feeling that and I, I was noticing it and I was like, okay, so what about this is good? Well, the characters are like super fleshed out, like not right off the back, but they get into it and you can tell the writing is just good. I think even though it's a really silly kind of movie, I think the way it was paced and the way it was like presented, I think it was pretty it good. It just, it, it has... It seems like a very surface level kind of movie, but it is surface level. But everything, like even the characters, have a decent amount of depth. You know what? The writing, the the writing was decent. The directing was really good. Yeah, and I think that makes a huge difference when you have a really genuinely good director who knows 
the script backwards and forwards, mm-hmm. has creative control mm-hmm. over everything, and just goes there yep. and has the actors supporting him. Yeah, you know, and it that's what makes the difference. Like everyone brought their A game, the yeah, writing, the directing, the the cinematography, the lighting, everything about that movie was genuinely really good. Yep. And um, so th- I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it and I'm like, I'm enjoying this a lot. And I was noticing a lot of like unique kind of weird camera angles. Like they literally, the first shot is a yeah, weird, it's like a reflection. Yeah. On Michael into, Rooker, yeah. it like turns away. Love that. That was really mm-hmm. cool and unique. It, color p- palette wise, it looked good too yeah. in the beginning wise. Um, the color palette in that movie is very reminiscent of like, it's my favorite kind of lighting where it's like, it's like a white like a light blue but a white where it's like everything is soft and it was very soft yeah Yeah. and it's a great and a lot of stuff a lot of movies are doing this now and i i know i sound like a broken record but that's how the leftovers lit stuff and that's why you know whenever i see that i get really excited by that you know it's really good lighting it's a really very well polished movie honestly um but like i was saying about that camera movement the, the entire movie was shot just so well. Like, seriously. Yeah. It looked super good. And, like, the camera was, like, constantly moving. Like, they were like they would do these, like, weird zoom shots and stuff in the beginning. But, like, the camera was, like, constantly moving. And it looked really, like, it was just, like, it was good. It was really good. They did a, a him and, uh, you got to give credit to the DP, right? His name is Henry Bram. He worked on... Weirdly enough, Nanny McPhee, The Legend of Tarzan, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Okay, there so you go. So he he's worked. worked he's worked with him before. So, great DP right there. Oh, and weirdly enough, uh, he's going to be working on Guardians 3 and The Flash movie that's coming out, which is pretty cool. Oh, nice. Okay, but, okay, technical stuff aside, the movie itself, okay. Do you want to go into spoilers? Are we allowed to spoil it? Or yeah, I mean, people have seen it, right? Yeah, I would hope so. It's. I mean, I'm not really gonna spoil it. I'm just gonna say that I really like. I mean, you know what? I'm gonna do a little spoiler. Little spoilers. No, let's ahead. just spoil it. Fuck it. Okay. Genuinely, as a whole, and by the time the movie was over, movie was I thought it was like really, really good. But like probably one of my favorite scenes, and it like probably it, it like solidified that movie as a, like a really good movie for me, and really something where I was like, okay, you you went there and you did that, not gore wise. But it had it was really gory. But it was the Harley Quinn scene where she's in prison. She breaks out of prison. Yeah, that was excellent. And uh, but the reason why it was so good, not because of like everything that happened in it. Like literally, the whole scene was just great. But it was so like Harley Quinn. You know, that was like what I wanted to see from like the first Suicide Squad. And like you never really got that like at all. But that right there was like I was like okay, like I'm in this like psychotic chicks like you know what she would normally do in like a comic book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I think it really cemented her as a character when she made the decision to kill the guy sh- the, that she was sleeping with. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, I, you know, I, I thought it was all weird by the way. It was what? like, it was out of nowhere. It yeah. just happened. No. And it was great. And then she explains it. She's like, well, you're talking about like killing kids and stuff. Yeah. And that's where I draw the line. It's like, yeah, she has morals. She's yeah. not just a, fucking lunatic you no, know no, no. you know you know you know it's funny too because i was watching this one uh, a while back this one youtube video and um it's like a review of the first suicide squad and they like looked at her character and there was this one scene when they're in a bar and they're all talking to each other yeah and a harley quinn you know kind of comes down and she's like I, I think it was the diablo guy talks about how his kids died 
or he killed his kids. Yeah. And she, Harley Quinn gets all sad and she's like, wait, you killed your kids? Yeah. And she says, no, you should, I forget, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but basically she says, you know, you, you're bad. You killed your family. You killed kids. Yeah. You, you know, that's not cool. You yeah. Know? And, but, and the, so that person was like, well, that's not Harley Quinn. And like, and she shows a clip of the beginning where Harley Quinn was like, oh, we're about to kill people. Nice. Or something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. that's. That's different because it she's, is different. You know, even you know that movie's flaws aside, that still makes sense. I mean, you know? yeah, you no, know, it was a dumb scene. God, it, no, I, God. Yeah, 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 but um, no, I think the out the the out there's a lot of outstanding characters in this and actors, but um, my 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 favorite, I I really think uh, John Cena was excellent. Yeah, he um, was actually he really was good, really good, well yeah. used. Um. Yeah, there was, was really a lot good. of stuff that happens with that character that I did not expect. I just thought him mm-hmm. to be like this kind of like Captain America, like no. goody two shoes guy that just did a couple wrong things in the past. But then they they like they do this cool like twist with this character, and it, it it's excellent. It just totally gives him a, a whole new dimension. He's just totally willing to kill anyone. Yeah, and I love that. And then uh, Idris Elba. Excellent. As always, I mean, he's not, he can be in a bad movie, but he's always mm. good. Mm. You know, he's just a really good actor mm. and he really liked this role. So he committed to it. Yeah. And I don't know what her name is. Uh, rat, rat catcher, rat snatcher. Rat, rat catcher two. Two. Yeah. That's and then, name. and then her dad, it was Taika Waititi, yeah. which weirdly enough, uh, side note, the Taika Waititi was up for a bigger role in this movie. I'm not sure which one it was. Taika Waititi is also uh, he's the director of uh, Thor. Uh, um, what was it? Thor. Um, shit. Yeah, literally. What the hell? The, the Ragnarok. Ragnarok. There Thor Ragnarok. The third Thor movie that came out. Also, a bunch of other movies you should check out. A lot of other movies, but I'm but, just saying if you don't know yes. who Taika Waititi is, that's he. Um, he also plays. Um, we're getting sidetracked, but he plays the rock guy. Um, Korg. Korg. Yeah, he also that. he voices Korg. When you that. hear his voice, you know that's Taika Waititi. Hey, Mike. Yeah, he's like, come yeah. on, Mike. You know, yeah. Yeah, we'll play some Fortnite. Yep. Um, he uh, he was supposed to have a bigger role in this, but because he was working on Thor four, Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. which he is working on. Wait, is he directing or what is mm-hmm. he doing? Directing. Wow, I didn't know that. Writing, cool. directing, everything. Wow. Okay. Good. Um, it's gonna be and so he couldn't commit to the role, but him and James Gunn are like really good friends. And James Gunn's like, hey, I got this small role for you if you if you have time. And he's like, yeah, I have time. So, yeah, he ended up being Ratcatcher 1 or whatever, you know, which is cool. <laughs> the original Ratcatcher. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, I, I The only thing I want to say uh, real quick is I love I, – I was talking about uh, this with you earlier today. Um, I love Michael Ro- Roker. That's his name? Michael Rooker. Rooker. Right? I think so. Daryl or Merle from Merle The Walking from Dead. The Walking Dead, yeah. He's in other James Gunn movies, by the way. He's in the first time I ever saw that actor was in um, Slither, which is another James Gunn movie, which I highly recommend. Anyway, we start the movie off with him and the camera and everything is focusing on him majorly. Yeah. And we're thinking, OK, is this guy going to be like the main character of this? Mm-hmm. And James Gunn goes out of his way mm. to just build up for like 15 minutes. This guy is the the big deal you know mm-hmm. and then just kills him off so unceremoniously and so cowardly it's great mm-hmm. it's excellent and then and, has the bird come back and yeah he, some revenge. so yeah he kills a bird in the very first scene and then when he dies the bird eats his neck head 
thing. Just basically his guts. Anyways, it was cool. Yeah. It was it was cool the way he like set that whole thing and up. He, yeah, and you can tell right from the get go that you're in a you're in a James Gunn movie mm-hmm. and a good movie. Yeah, from from like that point on when they switched over to like when everything was going on, I'm like, okay, this is not was not expecting it to be like like this. You know, and that's when the movie really like took off. And it really at that point, even though some people were saying they were a little bored by that movie, I've heard not just one of our friends, but a lot of other people mm-hmm. I've heard. That movie was not boring to me in the slightest. No. I don't get bored easily though with movies, but seriously though, like I can't see how someone Yeah would really get bored with that movie. I mean, the pacing does slow down a little bit, but not by like much no. at all. I at could, all. they could have added another 30 minutes to an hour and I yeah. still think it would be great. Yeah. The movie was you know? almost two hours and like thir- 15 minutes or something like that, right. you know, and it felt on like another kind of topic of the movie is that it came out on HBO at the same time as it came in theaters. And they've been doing this for like the past couple months and it's, Honestly, great. I love it. But what happened is that because this movie comes out in theaters and HBO and Corona, it only made like a hundred million. No, you want to know what it made as of right now? Less than a week after it came out, um, it's only made seventy million. What? And it had a budget of like one hundred eighty-five plus, like a probably one hundred fifty-four marketing. Mm-hmm. Now, everyone's saying that's a box office disappointment and everything. It's really not. I mean, it is. But, but you're not also looking at, number one, HBO numbers. Yeah. Okay. Second, we're, you know, we're dealing with coronavirus again mm-hmm. in a big way. So people are trying to stay safe. Well, it's not just that. People are trying to be convenient. And, about right. Everything. Me, I, I could have easily gone to the theater. Okay? No, but it's like you already have this is- like I have it right here. And you're you know? like, oh, I could just watch and it. And I have my own reasons, too. It's like, I, I'm not a big theater guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I love theaters for certain movies, but this wouldn't be a movie I would... I mean, I would see it in theaters, but I'm very picky about movies I see in theaters because I don't really like movie theaters. I know, I know you don't. But they're calling it a, dis- uh, a disappointment, but I don't think Warner Brothers is going to say, hey, we're not going to ask James Gunn to see this or to do another one. Or, no, you know, I'm... I, I, I'm like 100% they know exactly why the numbers are so low. Yeah. Because this has happened to other movies that yeah. have come out since 2020. Yeah, yeah 2020. Like right. uh, the, the numbers hybrid, have been low yeah, the hybrid because model. of the hybrid model, you know, which is, if you don't know, movies being released on HBO simultaneously in theaters. You know, that's that's unprecedented. It's never happened. You know, they're trying different things too. They're not only doing what HBO is doing, which I think is the best for HBO and Warner Brothers, you know, Disney's doing this thing where they'll release a movie and then it'll be on their app for like $30 to rent. Now, I've heard of a new one. A24 is trying a new thing. The Green Knight's coming out, or came out. Yeah. And they're releasing it for one day, $20 to rent. Just that one day. You can watch it at home. August 18th. One day? One day. They're going to try it out. They're See, and th- this is the world we live in where we're trying different things, but I think that's brilliant. I think it should be one weekend. Well, the problem is now, this is another factor you're not thinking of. As soon as that's available to rent, someone's going to pirate it. Yeah. And then it's pirated in HD, ready mm-hmm. to go. Yeah. So, like all these movies right now, anything that came out simultaneously or, you know, did this hybrid model is pirated. And you can go online on certain websites mm. and watch it in great quality. Yep. 
So, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt. And the companies know this, and they're willing to take a hit because they want to release these movies, you know. And, and James Gunn even said, he said, I want you to watch it in the theater, of course, but be safe, you know. Mm-hmm. And good on him, you know. Mm-hmm. He's not going to say, oh, well, my movie didn't make $100 million in the first weekend. Yeah. You know, because troubling times, you know. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know. At least he's not being like Chris Nolan about the whole situation. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm not going to release my movie because of this thing, and blah, 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 in theaters. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he, he put this movie out on, or, you know, it was them and the producers and all of them were like, let's do it. Let's put it out on the streaming service simultaneously with theaters and just yeah. give the people the option. Yeah. And I mean, you're already paying like $15 a month. You know, it's HBO, so it's really good. And I don't know how the model works. If you know how much money they really get from it, I, I think that's an HBO thing. How much they're paying to have the content on there? You know what I'm right. saying? I think I that's think, how it works. I think they buy from themselves. Like I'm not sure. Just take what I say with a grain of salt. It's all an opinion. But like I think they take, um, they buy the movie from themselves, and then they hope that they get a bunch of new subscribers. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's actually causing a lot of problems now because uh, Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney. Now, I don't know too much about this, but she's suing Disney because she was promised in her contract mm-hmm. a portion of the back-end earnings from the movie, which means she gets a portion of the box office and DVD sales and all that stuff. DVD's not a thing. Well, it was in her contract that the movie was not going to be released on VOD. Right, and then it was. And then it was. And Disney's... In my opinion, I don't know everything about it, but I think they are at fault. You put something in a contract. Oh, uh, yeah. You, you know, it's, it's changed the contract. You know, you know she has um, all the right. So I support her, but, and obviously Disney can afford her fucking bills. So she's going to get what she wants. But at the end of the day, you know, Disney had that movie done for like a year and a half. I don't blame them for putting that shit fucking movie out. You know, a year and a half later. Yeah. Also, I haven't seen anything Marvel related in a while, so I haven't seen. Oh that. yeah, I haven't. Mark's got to get caught up. This is a DC only. I'm not. I'm probably. I don't know if I'm gonna get caught up. Like, I'm not. I'm not a big <gasps> fan of the Winter Soldier. No, you thing. don't. Yeah, but you, you have to understand the whole. And this is for the folks out there that are just know what's going on. You have to watch Loki. I did. I watched the first episode. Okay, that's n- nearly not enough. But you have to understand. Okay, there's. Overall, the Disney stuff is good. Uh, WandaVision and Loki, period, are very important. Yeah, see, I wasn't that big of a fan of WandaVision. Okay, that's fine. I wasn't. That's fair. That's that's fine. I give it, uh, really, honestly, it's this Disney thing. I call it the Mandalorian effect. The show feels and looks like kind of like Mandalorian-esque to me. Yeah, yeah I get that. Not not as bad as Mandalorian. I mean, no. WandaVision is better than Mandalorian. No, it, it looks better. Yeah, but and it is. It, better. it gives me this effect where I just it's. Oh my god! I don't know how to. I get it, but listen, Loki is a six episode series. I don't know. No, 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 in no, no, and no. out, it was fine. I, it's I, done. I I I I liked the first episode. I liked what they did. I, I honestly, I I really wanted them to do. I was like, okay, please take the Loki from Endgame. And do something with that. And I was like, I really hope they're going to do something with that. And immediately, they right off the back, they just go in the end game. I'm like, all right, all right, good. I was like, yeah. thank you. And then the, like, next scene happens. He, like, teleports with, like, uh, the Tesseract thing. And then he falls into the thing. And then immediately, I'm like, all right, I'm in the show now. And it was like, it looked. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, whatever. whatever. Okay. I'm not gonna go into um, it. I just, I, I, I'll watch the rest of the episodes and I'll talk about it and I'll be like, all right, yeah. was that good? Was it blah blah? And uh, it's consequential to everything you see after. I don't tell me anything about. I don't want. I don't want to hear anything. I'm on, I'm on. I, I'll watch it. I'll watch the rest of them. You or the rest of the episodes. I'll let you know what I think. Um, but my, I'm honestly kind of like just. I don't really care right now about the Marvel stuff. I just, you know. Really, like, I was excited for the shows, and I was just like, they could be good. I liked the first few episodes of WandaVision. I really liked what they were, like, doing. And then they got into their nitty-gritty, and then they got to the end stuff, and I realized what it was, and I didn't. I just didn't like the execution of it. I didn't. Not really. Not, it wasn't for me. That's all I got to say about that. But anyways, back to the topic. I really got to hand it to James Gunn and say that the movie was top-notch, A-tier, and it, I was, like, thoroughly surprised with it. And um, I'm at this point now where I think the next, um, what is the next DC movie to come out? I'm not entirely sure, but I know The Flash is filming. The Flash? I thought, wasn't it, um, and then maybe it wasn't a Batman coming out oh, with Pattinson? Yeah, but that's not DCEU. That's its own separate thing. Because uh, DC's yeah, taking yeah, a yeah. weird. So is Affleck thing. still a thing? Yeah, and he's going to be in The Flash. Is he? With, oh, this is the best part. I don't care about The Flash. I think he's a stupid character. I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone, but stupid character. But they're doing a Flashpoint. You know what Flashpoint is? It's basically like a, a dimension traveling Flash story. Anyway, the best part is that not only is Ben Affleck coming back as Batman in a certain dimension, and it's gonna make sense for like the Justice League weird like Lois is the key bullshit, but Michael fucking Keaton is coming back, and I cannot tell you enough how excited I am to see Michael fucking Keaton back as an old Batman. Are you kidding me? Like straight up, he's my favorite Batman. He is definitively the best Batman. I know you haven't seen the movies, whatever, but seeing that motherfucker back. In the cape and everything. Oh my god. So it's kinda like what they're doing in Marvel where they're Yeah. With you the Doctor Strange. You shouldn't know anything about that. Why? Because you haven't watched any of the shows. See? Now you just spoiled the shows for me. No, it has You're not kidding. No, it has literally nothing to do with the shows. Well, sort of, but not really. You see. The problem is and this uh, you're changing my mind all the time now. The problem is those motherfuckers at Marvel were like, let's announce the titles. A million years before they actually come out. So everyone's like, oh, multiverse, multiverse, multiverse. Mm -hmm. When they should have just had a fake fucking title for that goddamn Doctor Strange movie. Because now everyone's like, well, when's this multiverse stuff going to happen? And -hmm. then they expect stuff. Well, that's what they want. I hate it, though. I I hate it. I I, want to be surprised. That's why I stay out of it. Like, dude... I'm I'm not gonna be surprised that Toby fucking McGuire and goddamn Andrew Garfield are showing up in that movie. Like that would have been so cool if they kept that on lock. Mm-hmm. But everyone expects it now, and it sucks. Honestly, something that big though that could easily leak. It yeah, it would have yeah. leaked. But we also knew that the multiverse was being set up, you know. And they they announced casting. You know, they're like, oh well, Doctor Strange is in Spider Man, and Sp- and and Wanda is in. And Doctor Strange, shut the fuck up. Stop saying that. Mm-hmm. I know you want to get butts and seats, but you know what will get butts and seats? Your fucking trailer, if your movie's good. Well, I guess that's not the case with Suicide Squad. No, because, okay, I don't. I haven't seen the trailer for The Suicide Squad. 
Really? No, I haven't seen it. Oh. Like I, I knew nothing about this fucking. Oh movie. wow! Like seriously, awesome. nothing. I just good for you because it was fucking everywhere. Well, we I did see though the very first Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad, uh, that <laughs> trailer that literally was. <laughs> it was the Bohemian Rhapsody one, was, right? Yeah, the Bohemian Rhapsody one. And then when the Joker comes up at the end, he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt you, really, really." Bad. Yeah, the way they marketed that movie it was so good. It was it, it, seriously, you were like expecting something just so not what it was. Yeah, entirely. Honestly, I think you could watch that trailer again, and you wouldn't know what the hell you're watching because it doesn't make sense. Like those trailers. No, like here, here the first bit of the, the trailer. Like, listen to this. Like, literally, gentlemen. Ladies, what if Superman? What if Superman to fly down, rip off the roof of the White House, grab the president right out of the Oval <laughs> Office? Who would have stopped him? Who would have stopped him? The Joker laughing. The Joker, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Joker laughing would have stopped him. See, I mean, think about now. That. Hold on, I actually have an interesting fact about these trailers. What? So, um. So if if um, uh, the what's what's funny is that David Ayer, the director, filmed a completely different movie and sent footage that was done to the trailer. I forget what they're called, but the, the people that make the trailers. So they send the marketing team. Yeah, like they send the completed footage to these people. And what ends up happening is they weren't impressed with the movie with test audiences. So mm-hmm. then they cut large chunks of it out that end up in the trailer. Yeah. That's literally, okay, that's literally what happened. Like, the, I, well, how did it? Okay, so the movie, the movie they tested it with people. Yeah. They, they it didn't was like, too serious. It was too serious. They didn't like the wasn't tone. wasn't funny. Um, and I think, if I remember the term correctly, the guy was going for a soulful drama. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's what he was going for. And this trailer represents that the Bohemian Rhapsody one, which is, I believe, the second trailer, Mm -hmm. is the reworked comedy that DC wanted. Yeah. Because Deadpool just came out, and they were like, we want this. And so, honestly, that is, like, honestly, everything to do with how bad this movie was all stems from the fact that they reshot it, re-edited it, and... Basically, try to make it into something like it wasn't. Yeah. No. And and legitimately, if you watch the trailers and look at how different they are, like um, I don't know, uh, tonally. Yeah, tonally. Like they, one is very dramatic, and then the rest are like. I just saw it real quick. Hmm. Batman is in a lot of these scenes. Yeah. So he's like in right so far like three or four. They're just showing him jumping on a car, doing all this stuff, when in reality he was in, you know, in it for 15 seconds. But they could have shot more, they, too. I mean, yeah, but it's not in it. But what I'm saying is, like, the movie is just so not... Not what they promised. It was like, okay, we're going to have this fun action romp, and the Joker's going to be, like, in this movie. He's going to be the main oh, villain. Did they ever... Okay, did they ever show the actual villain of this movie in that trailer, Enchantress, at all? Um, I wasn't really looking at all of it, but... I think she's in a bit of it. Like, honestly, they're not... 
From what I remember, they don't show the Enchantress no, like, it, it very like much at all. No. And it's like they show the Joker like he's the villain, you know? And I know I know the stories and everything, but he is not the villain. He isn't well, even really part of the movie. The I mean, but he's not the villain because... He's not even really part of the movie. What, what purpose does he serve? Well, Harley I Quinn's boyfriend. That's it. They... It, so that's... That's what I was gonna like get into about why, because the other day, um, the reason why I watched Suicide Squad to begin with was because, or the Suicide Squad was because my friend put, um, he was streaming it and I was watching it with him. He was streaming the first Suicide Squad and I was watching it, and he honestly goes, "I don't know why this movie was so bad or why people say it's so bad. I remember liking it." I was like, "What are you? What are you talking about?" So we he was we watched it. I was pointing things out like that didn't make any sense and that were going on. And he was like, yeah. he was like, oh my god, yeah. And then halfway through the movie, before it like really gets into its like groove, you know, when it stops being a, a damn like I don't know what do you want to call it, an introduction to everything, yeah. and then it just gets into the movie. It's like literally halfway through the movie. Yeah. He's like, okay, yeah, this movie blows. This this is bad. What's weird about that movie is that you can tell where the reshoots are because the last like fifty-ish percent of that movie is a cohesive movie. It sucks, but it's cohesive. It makes a lot more sense. Yeah, it does. But the whole beginning, and I actually, I, I read up on it, uh, the first 40% of the movie was chopped up. It was... And you and, can tell. Yeah, you, you can, can tell You can so tell much. it is so bad because um, the, what they did was they took out a lot of the scenes that were in the original cut and what they did was they used them as flashbacks and they did this weird flashback montage that just mm -hmm. was so abrasively like you have to like this character you have to get this character mm -hmm. and the funniest thing i actually never noticed it in the original because you don't notice it when they uh go to the prison where all the suicide squad members are mm -hmm. at they tell you the location of that place in um text on the screen mm-hmm but the text on the screen is black and you can't see it at all. Like what? literally at all. It's so bad. Oh, when you see that. this, it is so funny. If you ever you watch that movie, they show a long shot of a prison and it like takes a while to get into the prison. And at the bottom right, there's actual text that you can sort of make out mm -hmm. to say Louisiana, but it is in black font <laughs> on a very dark grassy like background. Like you can't see it. Oh, wow. So whoever edited this movie or whatever editing house did it, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sure you're very good at editing, editing, but like, come on. That is so simple not to well, do poor that. Poor guys had to literally make a movie from scratch basically yeah. with just random footage. Like, Well, where do you think Jared Leto stands as a Joker? Awful. He's, in my opinion... He's terrible. He is the worst Joker, period. Yeah, by far. And I don't know what they were thinking. And I don't know what he was thinking, honestly, because it's terrible. It's honestly kind of embarrassing how it, bad of a... You know what's funny, though? I think uh, the guy we watched, Cosmonaut, pointed it out. He says it's so bad, but it's it's so entertainingly bad. Like, you can't... You're literally watching it, and you're like, oh, wow, no, yeah. he's on screen. This is awesome, but he's terrible. I don't know. It's it's, you know? The, it's the kind of bad where you're looking at it, and you're like in awe. It's like a, a car accident. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you look, can't look away. away. It's kind of like, and he does his mannerisms, and he does his things where he's 
like you know like moving his head back and forth and he's like he he, he, he kind of looks like he's like supposed to be a mobster like in that movie right and so he plays like that but he's like it's so bad it's so comically bad they uh, i forget i think it was mr sunday mr sunday movies on youtube that pointed it out he's literally playing the mask Jim carries the mask, and if you've ever seen that, you would get it. No, I know, I know what you're saying. You know, he is just come on, baby, give me some sugar. You know, like he's playing this intimidating, but as soon as he opens his mouth, he's not intimidating. And even if you look at him, he's not intimidating. Heath Ledger's Joker, Jack Nicholson's Joker, those guys are fucking scary looking. Okay, and even <clears throat> Jack Nicholson on a float throwing money to Prince music. It's still kind of scary because he has a, a smile that's just all there. But when you have a Joker that has a tattoo on his fucking forehead that says damaged, it just takes something away from it. It's not scary. The Joker is supposed to be like this menacing, weird, psychologically damaged person. But mm-hmm. when you put damaged on this goddamn forehead, I'm not fucking scared. I think this guy's a fuckhead, you know? I want to punch him in his goddamn face. Yeah, he he had a very punchable face. Like God. It was just and he actually, weirdly enough, behind the scenes, another behind the scenes thing, he has a grill in this movie. Um, and they chalk that up to him getting all his teeth punched out by Batman. L- Luckily enough, we know that behind the scenes, but wouldn't it be better if we fucking saw that? Wouldn't it be better if we saw Batman punch this fucker in the goddamn mouth and knock all of his teeth out? No. He just has a grill, and someone on, you know, the director on Twitter has to tell you that he has mm-hmm. a grill because of this. Mm. That's my issue with this movie, is that everything is cool, but it's not shown. No, it's not shown. It's Nothing no. is cohesive about this movie why in is the slightest. Bo- why is Boomerang the Flash's villain? The Flash shows up in this movie, guys. Why is he there? Oh, he Boomerang is like his big nemesis well okay boomerang must be really sick with like boomerangs do we see that nope he has a camera attached to one when he throws it at the enchantress and we're just seeing the whole thing in like very slow gopro drone stuff i'm like that's not how a boomerang works (laughs) i don't even remember that like when they see the you remember at the end when the the enchantress is dancing and the sky beam i don't remember anything about the ending i I remember the sky beam and stuff you know what's so funny i saw the movie twice (sighs) in theaters probably like a week apart gross i feel bad for you and your wife you gave that movie 750 million dollars i still can't believe i've done that i don't think i've ever done that with a movie terrible i've seen a movie Twice, but like that close together. Never no, done that. No, come on. What Probably about Avatar? Avatar was the yeah. only one, yeah. But well, maybe it was Avengers. But yeah, I saw it weeks apart when oh, they. Yeah. Ugh, gross. No, not weeks, months when they re-released it. Right? Didn't they re-release it? No, we just had to see it with different people. Either way, either way, it doesn't matter. I don't know. You, I can't believe you. D- you watched that a week apart twice. Yeah, twice. I I, I sat there because I hated it the first time. And then the second time, I was like so... By, I mean, the first three to five minutes, they already get into everything, the montages and stuff. And I was just sitting back in my chair. I'm like, dude, can I... Maybe I can take a nap. Maybe I could do something. Maybe you could take a nap or just walk out and go see a better movie. No, you know? Couldn't, but... What a waste of time. It was... Oh, my God. That movie... Um, Weirdly enough, you know, I... We give it a lot of shit, and, you know, we give, you know, the acting from Jared Leto a lot of shit, but 
at the end of the day, this really has nothing to do with the director, the actors. It, what it comes down to is studios. studios. Yeah, the studio. They totally ruined that movie. Uh, yeah, they, they took 100%. it. 100%. I, I can't defend, I can't say it was originally a good movie. I can't say that. Because David Ayer notoriously makes movies that just really aren't that good. He might have had a decent movie, but it would have been at least cohesive and made sense. Mm. So the studio takes it and then just warps it into this monstrosity of a Didn't, movie. Didn't uh, Deadpool come out at the time? Yeah, I said that. I said, "Oh, you did." Okay. Yeah, Deadpool came out earlier that year. So they were really trying to. Mimic they were trying to make like a Deadpool esque. And this is what happens when you meddle in someone's creative right. projects, and studios do this all the time. But guess what? They didn't do that. What they didn't do that with the Suicide Squad. They let James Gunn yeah. have his complete freedom, do whatever you want. You oh, you want to make a gory movie? DC gory? We don't really do a lot of gore. You know, they're delving into the R rated. I mean, they do. They've done R rated. Yeah. But they don't really do gore to that extent. Not, no, no, you know, not yet. Marvel didn't do that either until Deadpool. They did that and they went full fledged with it. And seriously, I mean, there's like even like what? I just want to correct you on the Marvel thing. Um, uh, Marvel did do R rated gore and it was. Don't say Blade. What are you going to say? No, it was um, Punisher Warzone. The sequel to The Punisher, um, 2008. Check it out. It's a good movie. Um, actually. Uh, oh, look, I just want to get the facts straight. You uh, want the facts straight. Okay, but. That's the facts. Uh, a movie that we've seen. Thanks. Also, uh, it's a shitty movie, but it's, um, uh, what's his face? The fucking flaming Nicolas Cage. Ghost Rider 2. Spirit of Vengeance. Gory. Look, it, 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 I'm just trying to correct you. I mean, but that's not. Okay, okay. On a fl- like on a level, and also Blade, yeah, Blade, yeah, easily. Also, didn't what about the Punisher TV show and Daredevil? Didn't those come out? I didn't watch it. It was garbage. Everyone likes it. I know garbage. Daredevil? Oh no, I thought you were talking about Punisher. Well, both. I can't. Well, they weren't. They were. They, yes. They they weren't gory like James Gunn's movie, but they were no. they, they had blood and no, stuff. No, but okay, so this is the first time like I've seen those mainstream, movies. Mainstream mainstream. No, 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 not just mainstream, but like a level of gore like a like a Rambo kind of gore. Where I mean the first scene like you, I mean this gore is is uncomfortable. A guy's head off and then and it, you, just, you know and his you, skull slides. Yeah. You know that kind of gore. And you're you like the, the guy's head gets blown up and you dwindle like there's a shot of like multiple shots of the, like the bits of his head and they just stay on it. Well, regardless, it's a big contrast of what the other suicide, 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 you got it right. A squid, suicide, a squid, squid. Uh, they literally like the, what star the first squid. movie was, you know, starfish aside. Um, Thanks. no, you're, I see what you're saying. And yes, the Warner brothers knows this. And they said, they said, we're not going to dwindle in this. We're not going to interfere with this movie. We're going to let James Gunn just fucking go for it. We can trust him. You know, the poor guy's been through a lot of shit in the past, like, four years. And DC trusted this man with this project because he loves comic books. He loves the Suicide Squad. And they knew we can't interfere because we did that last time. Look where it got us. It got us a shitty movie. Mm -hmm. Let's put all our marbles into this guy who Marvel just fired Mm -hmm. and... You know, we know his potential. We've seen Guardians 1 and 2. They're, yeah, but Guardians 2 kind of blew. Okay, but at the end of the day, it's still 
a decent movie. It's it cohesive it compared fine. to Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. That's was, what I'm saying. It was a cohesive movie. Yeah, and they know his track record beyond that. And they say, okay, this guy who just got fired from Marvel must be a hot commodity. He got an ensemble cast of relatively unknown characters in comic books at the mainstream with Guardians. I didn't, I barely knew. I'm an avid Marvel comic book reader and I barely knew who the fuck the Guardians of the Galaxy were. I knew who Gamora and Nebula were. That's it. And that motherfucker made Guardians of the Galaxy a household name. So DC probably thought, well, hey, if Disney doesn't want him, we'll take him. Mm-hmm. And good thing they fucking did, honestly. And they gave him creative control and they let him fucking, you know, create a great movie at the end of the day, you know? So all in all, I was very happy. I'm glad. I'm like, like sitting here right now, I'm thinking to myself, I'm just glad we have a good, like, I'm honestly like excited to like, you know, watch it again. Yeah. That's what I was saying too. I'm like, I'm really down to watch this again. Yeah. Like immediately after finishing it, I was like, this is awesome. That's, that's probably the best thing about it, to be honest. If you stuck around this long, thank you guys for listening truly, but we're going to go ahead and end it there. Yeah. Uh, We will be back next week. This podcast, uh, I think Tuesday, I'll post an episode Tuesday. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> You're landing on Tuesday. Yeah, I like Tuesday. What's wrong <laughs> with that? Tuesday. Is there something wrong with that? Nothing. It's just oh, okay. Okay, let's keep it to it. Yeah, I like I like Tuesdays. That's, that's yeah. good. Messy Tuesdays. Uh. Well, anyways, seriously though, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you made it this far, really, truly, thank you. Uh, we're gonna try to keep the schedule up. Things are gonna go on. What are you doing? What? What is that? Let, uh, I was just going to add to that, uh, you know, follow us on social medias. You know, I try to keep, you know, posted. Okay. Can I just. I'm letting you. Thank you. I try to keep up with the social medias as much uh-huh. as I can. Um, yep. We also, you can donate to this podcast because look what your donations got us now. We sound great, you know. Um, so your donations can go a long way if you like our content. You know, think about donating to us. Or just wait in the future to see how this podcast turns out, and then you can donate. That's what I recommend. So anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys Sick. in the next one. And uh, just to say bye. Um, bye. Yeah, bye. All right, guys. See you on the next one.